Hey, this is Ben McVie, and I'm a black sheep because Jamie kills Cersei. I Cersei was fuck. No, it didn't happen yet, man. <laughs> what if we got all that? Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. It's Black Sheep Radio with uh, Chris Brown and me, Ben McVie. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, we've got a fresh air sort of uh, a feel going on here in the McVie dining room. We have opened up the doors. I don't know if you can hear the hood fan from the uh, Mediterranean restaurant next door running in the oh. background, but it is wafting the delicious smell of, what is that? Is that, is that turmeric? I think so. Yes. <laughs> the hint of cardamom. <laughs> hey, uh, think back to uh, a job that you trained for. Oh, okay. How many? Name some jobs you've trained for. Obviously, you're in radio, so you train yeah. for that. What else? Um, so I've been a, I've been a lot of different things. Okay. I, I, I worked a lot. I think I said this before. I worked in greenhouses a lot. Okay, greenhouses. Um, yeah. I worked at, at chapters for a bit. Okay, so selling uh, selling books, retail, retail. Yeah, Re- mostly retail. Okay. Um, I worked in. I did some factory work. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, right. that, that wasn't very great. Um, but it's fine. It paid the bills. Sure. That was great sure. about it. I worked at Staples. It's a lot of retail stuff. Okay. You know? All right. Yeah. So you've been a trainee in some places. Lots of places. Have have you yeah. been a trainer in any of your walks of life? Yeah, you that, have. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny you say that actually, because okay. uh, recently, uh, so I'm in, I'm in radio, and we had an intern. Sure. So, so um, I had to train an intern uh, production, and and it's fun. I, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I ended up in, in enjoying it. You know. Now I have this question because coming up on the weekly three on Black Sheep Radio, we're going to be talking about jobs and and the hard part of jobs that some people may not realize, but. As trainee or trainer, do you ever remember, can you recall, if I ask you this right now, put it to your brain real quick. Sure. Do you recall either yourself saying as the trainer or being told as the trainee getting some sort of statement that begins with these three words, in this business? (laughs) I would never say that. No? To somebody. Um, In this business. No. That's weird. No, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but I'm, I know exactly. I'm guilty what you're on about. both ends. Yeah, and I just it, it just recently sort of dawned on me because I, I like 20 years in radio, and same thing. Interns would come in, and every once in a while, I would let it in, in this business slip, and <laughs> it, it just it, because right now I'm training to be a car salesman. Oh yeah, and I love my coworkers and the people who are training me and the workplace. It's all fantastic. I'm enjoying it. It's great, right? Yeah. But. I'm getting the words in this business a lot. And it just dawned on me the other day. I, of course, I am not going to call any of my bosses out on this. Sure. But in this business is one of the most redundant things I've ever heard. Yeah. In this business, you'll find blah, 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 blah. I d- yeah. Right? Like if I'm training, if, if, if I'm being trained uh, how to, to be an on-air personality and somebody says, in this business, you're going to find a lot of people won't like you. Mm. In this business, you're going to find yourself working up or waking extra hours. In this business, you may not make a whole lot of money. Mm. What business would you be talking about other than this business where we are right now? It's just like really like, you know what ex- I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's like a weird way to, 
what tell is that? somebody that they don't know what the fuck they're doing? Is it? No, well, not like it's just like you're like in you're speaking to it's, it's like you're speaking to somebody that's on the outside, kind of. Or is it a reaffirmation on behalf of the trainer that they've been in this business yeah, for a while, where they're entitled to say in this business? Yeah, but they're like they're like positioning themselves as the person that knows everything, the leading authority. Yeah, the leading authority. And I am guilty of having done this in the past. Everybody does. But that. it just dawned on me the other day, like in this business, you're going to find it's, it's a struggle. Well, what, oh, you mean as a dairy farmer? Like what the fuck business do we, yeah. we be talking about other than the business that we're conducting right now? Yeah. It's, there's also like context <laughs> can tell a lot. Like you can, like when you, the way, like the way you're describing somebody say in this business makes it sound like super condescending, but I feel like there's a way that you can say in this business that doesn't sound like it. That doesn't sound like in this business. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But it's like, just one of those things that's played on me. And again, this is nothing against the people who are training me or my bosses or who I work with or anything like that. Yeah. But, and I thought back to myself, did I ever say that to somebody who was, you know, in my 18th year of radio who was mm. coming in and, and learn? I mean, you jumped on at, at my previous radio station. Did I say in this business to you? No. I didn't? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I, I do. But, got off but, easy. So, so the thing is, so, so <laughs> like car dealerships, for example. Sure. Or, um, by or, the way, or radio. And by the way, yeah? we'll be talking about jobs that, that aren't as easy as they look. <sighs> Selling stuff. Oh. Not easy, man. I work with, so I, I'm in, not easy. I'm in creative, which is, uh, for people that don't know radio very well. Like, yeah. Like I get, I have to work really closely with our sales department. Sure. And sometimes it can be a little, you know, you butt heads a little bit, but I always make sure to tell them that like, there's no fucking way mm. I could be a salesperson. No, man, it's not an easy gig. No, yeah. I just, I know, I know in my heart that I'm not, I'm not built for it. Right. You know, some people are, some people are insane. Like, like, I mean, last, last week we talked about how like writing is, is, um, can be difficult to some people, Sure, you know, but to me, sales is just like unthinkable, right? It's absolutely unthinkable. And right. I'm, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of jobs out there that I, I couldn't even wrap my head around the context of doing something like that. But yeah, well, as you know, as time goes on, uh, and, and you start assuming more uh, roles in, in radio, Chris, what you'll find in this business, it, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it just comes natural. Yeah. On to the weekly three. And this is something that kind of came out to, uh, or came out from, uh, the end of last week's Black Sheep Radio podcast, jobs that uh, some people think might be easy, but maybe aren't. Yeah. Well, the last episode we were talking about, um, what was the Eastside Mario server? And then sure. we kind of got into my stuff a bit. Servers and radio. Tough. And ra radio. Yeah. yeah ra radio is a, is a tough gig. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a job in the world where there's not an element to it where people don't understand just how tough it can be. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like sometimes, you know, even if the job isn't particularly physically demanding or emotionally draining or whatever, whatever the case may be, you may have like a shitty boss or something. There's always a reason why sometimes there's always a reason why your job can, can suck, you know? Hey guys, sorry to interrupt, but this is really important. Do you like Ben McPhee? Do you like gyrating well you're in luck because on may 25th at ernie's roadhouse in cambridge you can see 
a lot of Ben McVie and a lot of Ben McVie gyrating it. A Simply Hip, a tribute to the Tragically Hip. They're going to be playing a, uh, a show on May 25th. Um, you can find it on Ben's Facebook page and we'll, we'll share it on our Facebook page as well. So if you got nothing to do on a Saturday, May 25th, Ernie's Roadhouse, Simply Hip. We're on, we're on the phone with uh, my buddy Ray, who is uh, one of the many voices who does fine work. When you call 911, this is the, the, the kind of guy you're here. And, and I'll tell you right now, Ray is one of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet in your life and is a very, like an exceptional listener and a really good read on people, which is mm-hmm. why I don't understand he ever took a liking to myself and my <laughs> wife. <laughs> it was Jamaica. You, you, you got that right. Uh, the majority of your calls, are they overstaters or understaters? You know what? That depends on the day. Okay. I would say, I would say probably overstaters. Okay. That, that's kind of what I was thinking. Wow. I've gotten like calls for like a cut on the thumb. Somebody yeah, called 911 like to, for a cut on the thumb. Yeah. It gives you an idea of exactly what mental health can be like. Hmm. Because, like, you have people calling in with all sorts of um, things that could come off as silliness, but they're going through some stuff. They're going through some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. And, and uh, yeah. that's why you do, you do your job so well. very serious issues, right? And, yeah. like, we don't make fun of that. And we, like I said, we, we, we treat everything, um, like, as serious as, as any call. You know, yeah, um, but there are some stories. But the, 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 that's got to be the hard part of the job, though, is knowing. I can go ahead and say this: is knowing when you're on the phone with somebody who is full of shit and is complaining about a cut thumb, knowing that while you're spending the time on the phone with somebody for something absolutely minuscule, you know it is. You know, in your heart of hearts, there's no mental health issue here. This is just somebody who's completely yeah, exactly. overreacting to what they consider a crisis. And somebody else is trying to call into what is a legitimate, oh, my God, my house is on fire or my kid's been hit by a car type crisis. Well, here's the other side of looking at that. Um, I mean, I can take that many calls all day. There's, there's a few of us call takers and it's not really going to overwhelm us because it takes about a minute. But each of those calls take about an hour for the paramedics, and we only have so many ambulances in an area. Right. So that immediately reduces the amount of help that, like, could go to a heart attack, potentially. Wow. Do you, do you find, like, so obviously you're the, the, the first person that these people call when they're in distress. This is the guy who picks up the phone. Yeah. One of the many. Yeah. 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 Is it, like, is it hard to like sit there and like wait for the ambulance to come. I feel like that would be really difficult. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I feel like, um, yeah. It's one of those jobs where I would think, Ray, that like within a, within a, as little as what, five, 10 seconds, you have an emotional attachment to the person on the other end of the phone, despite the fact that you've never met them. You don't know what they look like or. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I would, yeah, absolutely. Like, cause like we have to have a call. Like if I'm, if I'm on the, my call taking duties and I'm answering the phone that day, I have to have a call sent to my partner who's moving the ambulance within 45 seconds. Wow. So I have to figure out what the major, the most dangerous issue or symptom that they have going on is while also getting their address, their phone number, and, you know, get an idea of what's going on. It's right, you're having to make snap decisions. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I, I have one question on the silly side and one question on the serious side. So I'll get the silly sure. done first. Uh, and I don't know if you can answer this honestly, but every once in a while, within the call center, how many people are there? 
So for my area, the area that I cover, sure. uh, there's four of us on a day shift, okay. three of us at night. Do you ever get one of those cut thumb calls where you wave over to the other people and go, hey, I got a live one here? <laughs> <laughs> um, everything would happen after the call. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we're, we're, we're about getting the help out there. And, it, and you know, if there's something silly, we're going to go over things. Or, like, when one of us goofs on the phone or on the radio with, like, just a trip of the a, a trip of the tongue or something. Sure. Um, yeah, we use that to keep ourselves in good mood. Right. I got you. Yeah. I understand. I fully understand what you're saying. Uh, my buddy Ray is on the phone. It's Black Sheep Radio. We're talking about jobs where you may not understand that it's a little bit harder than it looks or sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray, real quick before, because I, I know you got to go. But um, as as recently, what two nights ago was the Amber Alert? Now, a, a lot of people. Call 911 to bitch about the fact that at 4 a.m. their phones woke them up for an Amber, uh, an Amber Alert. Are, uh, can you comment on that? Did you receive any of those phone calls? No, I don't do police. Okay. So I didn't receive anything about uh, being disturbed by Amber Alerts. Okay. But wh- uh, what would you say to those people who call 911 to bitch about the fact that they've been woken up by an Amber Alert? Oh, um, am I at work and I have to be professional? Mm. Uh, no, you're you're not on work. You're not at work right now. Um, yeah, like you can wake me up anytime with an Amber Alert. Okay. I'm gonna go like if it's not something I can help with, I'm gonna go back to sleep. You should be able to too. It's not the end of your world. It's literally three seconds. It, it might be a bit abrasive, but come on, really? It's a cut thumb. Yeah, it's a cut thumb. Yeah. It's <laughs> not gonna ruin your life. Yeah. Dude, it's really good to hear your voice. Yeah, man. We got to hook up soon. Yes, very soon. And you got to meet my buddy Chris here. Yeah, man. Thanks so definitely, much. Definitely. Definitely. That sounds great. But let's do that in Jamaica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> be well, man. Did you have any idea that 911 would be that tough? You just, anything with 911 and, and emergency first responders, you just, I, I just assume that. I, I just can imagine how emotionally draining something like that would be. Because I always thought, and I'll be honest, before I met Ray, that it was just pick up the phone, hello, 911, what's your emergency? Mm. And then, you know, you got to keep the person talking on the phone, and then you just sort of pass it off. But like Ray was just saying there, the emotional connection, that bang, all of a sudden you have somebody who is in distress. And it's something that you may not consider dis- distressful is to somebody else, and you got to know how to deal with that. Yeah, it's... You know what? That guy was very, like, Ray's a very cheery dude. Yeah. I don't know that I would be that, be able to be that personality. Right. After doing that every single day. Right. I don't know how I would be able to just, like, you know, be such a, such a nice, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it would really affect me on a, like outside of the job basis. Like, I, I feel like I have a really hard time adjusting to just like, oh, let's go grab a coffee now. Right. You know, how do you yeah, turn yeah. that off? Yeah. Huh. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, this is a segment one of the weekly mm-hmm. three is job. You, you don't know how to, we'll, we'll just call it that. You, you don't know how, t- how hard it is. Yeah. You, no idea how hard it is. And, and honestly, like I, I welcome anybody else that, that has a hard job. I mean, give us a shout. Yeah. You know, or what other people think is an easy job. Yeah. You know, yeah. how hard could that be? Yeah. Right. Like even, and there's lots of them. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Got to be aware of the inbounder here if you're Philly. It's off to Leonard, defended by Simmons. 
Is this the tiger? Item two on the weekly three is whether you're a basketball fan or not, the shot heard round the world, so yeah. to speak, a cliche that's often been used in sports. But the Kawhi Leonard buzzer beater is something that everybody, everybody, the next day and up to today, and probably it, it this this is one of those sports plays that has a legacy. I just there was it was one of the most dramatic sports moments i've i've ever seen um it, it's got to be up there just just the way that the the ball felt like it was bouncing on the rim for forever and everyone was just watching it holding their breath because it is game it seven it was like a movie in real time where you get Seriously. that that miracle shot or the hail mary touchdown pass or the you know the slow swing of the bat and the dramatic music playing in the back the whole bit it could have been done in slow motion and it was in replay several times but the fact that it bounced off the rim four times while people are sitting there watching in real time hard to replicate yeah the, the, you also have that added element of like 18 years ago the same thing kind with of happened Carter, with yeah, Carter, yeah, 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 yeah. and everyone's haunted and, and it's Toronto sports it's I mean Toronto sports. God, enough heartbreak I know Jesus. I know Jesus. I know it was it, I, it must have been like I mean it was it was entertaining definitely to watch it on television but it must have been something completely different to like, be there live to be, actually be there live you know have you got one um, I've got one now that I think about it. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah. And it's funny because it just really quickly, everybody will say they were there. Yeah. But you were there for. Oh, I, so w actually I was present at like. Um, yeah, you were there to witness live. Yeah, it was the wild card uh, Blue Jays um, game. And it was the walk off uh, home run in extra innings by, uh, Encarnacion. It was like one of the last so this big is the, moments. This is the second the year Blue that Jays. they went. Yeah, exactly. The this, second one. So they were playing after the bat flip, the after, year after the bat flip. Exactly. Exactly. You we're, were there for that. Yeah. It was on, it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like, you know, how, uh, baseball has a reputation for being very like low energy and, mm. and, you know, it's a picnic sport where you just sit there and kind of, you know, tune in and out of the game. But I'll tell you what, like playoff baseball, any, anybody, anybody that's ever watched playoff baseball live and in a competitive game can vouch for this as well. It's electric. And, and no, at that point in the game, uh, extra innings, I think it was in the 11th is when he, when he finally, he finally did it. Nobody was sitting. People were every, everyone was standing and like, and like anxiously watching every, it was so dramatic. Um, I was at the Bills-Oilers game, the biggest, to this day, the biggest comeback in NFL playoff history. Wow. The Bills were down, I think it was 38 Bills versus to 10. who? Oilers. Houston Oilers. He, oh, I was going to say. I, was like, I don't yeah, even know who that is. Sorry, I'm dating no, dating, okay. dating myself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So this is when the, the Bills were, were really good. This is early 90s Bills, and I think this is 92 or 93. I can't remember. Jim Kelly had gone down with an injury. Their backup quarterback, Frank Reich, came in, hmm. and they were down 38 to 10. Houston was just destroying them. The Bills came back and won that game in overtime with That's a field insane. goal. And it was the nuttiest thing. And 
a good, I'm going to say a good half of the stadium had cleared out. And we're like, fuck, we're going to lose this one. We're, we're done. And I was right up at the, the top of the stadium, the, like at the top top, where you could look over and see the gates <laughs> of all the poor bastards who were, had it on their radios or got to the cars in the parking lot. And the bills were scoring so fast and coming back so quickly that people were trying to get back into the stadium wow. and couldn't. So that's kind of one neat element of it is I was there. That's crazy. But I think there's a thing in, in, in sports that is is sort of transcendent. And this is what made me think of the, the, the Kawhi Leonard thing with the Raptors. There were people at work uh, where I went to work. Uh, I'm now in a car dealership. And there were people in the business office don't watch basketball mm. who were talking about this mm-hmm. I because it. they had either been watching it live with a family member or friend who was into basketball. And there's a lot of people into the Raptors right now mm-hmm. or saw it on the news and just not a basketball fan, not a sports fan, but realized the drama of the moment. And it makes me think that every once in a while, something will happen in sports where it doesn't matter if you like the sport or you like sports at all you can't help but get wrapped up in it. My grandmother in her, she would have been the, the, the 92, 93 Blue Jays when they won two World Series in a row. My grandmother, who had never watched a baseball game in her life mm. for two playoffs in a row, don't talk to Nana. Nana was sitting, and her eyesight was bad. Awesome. And she's sitting like six inches from the TV and was glued to every game from the opening pitch to the final out. She was glued to it. That's cool. I, I remember um, I was pretty young during the, the Joe Carter, uh, like the back-to-back World Series years. Yeah. But I vividly remember our entire family being together. And I remember my mom putting on my Blue Jay socks for good luck. I don't remember anything of the game. I just remember every, everyone being so happy um, that they won. And it was just, there's something about sports is when it, when it reaches a certain level, it, it transcends the actual enjoyment of the game. And it just becomes about community. I don't know if there's anything else besides sports that really sort of replicates that and, and brings people together. Well, I mean, the Janet Jackson um, nipple malfunction (laughs) brought a lot of people together. Brought a lot of people together. Yeah. It's really funny. Like I, I'm not a basketball guy. I'm not going to pretend that I'm on the Raptors bandwagon at all. Right. Um, I'm, I'm from the GTA and I'm, I'm, incredibly proud of the Raptors for representing this, this, the city so well, and also more happy for the, the real true fans of the Raptors that they're able to experience something like this. Cause I'm again, like I'm, so fucking jealous of them. Just being, <laughs> I know, yeah, that being a Leafs fan, that too, right? So jealous of them, but well, I love it. Being a Leafs fan that, or being a non-basketball fan, to just feel that absolute charge of. Yeah, well, I'm a Bruins fan, so I, I know that feeling. Oh yeah, Leafs for fan. sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's one of the like it's one of those things. I'm not going to pretend like I've been a fan of these guys the whole right, time. Right, right, right. I'm right, also right. not going to be the guy that's saying like, oh, I hate basketball, and try to like sure. like shit on fans for some reason because there's a lot of people that do that too. But, no, but it's uh, neat the way sports does that, where brilliant. you're not even a fan of the team or the sp- even the sport itself, and you just, you get so wrapped up in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still going. Have you ever been at one of these events? Let us know. Facebook page, you're in charge of the Twitter handle. Yeah, <laughs> radio underscore sheep. 
tweet it out. And maybe, maybe if you have, if, you, yeah, if you're one of know. those people that recorded a video of you watching the buzzer beater, maybe you could share that with us sure. too. Sure. Have you been at one of those moments like yeah. the Encarnacion home run or the Bills comeback or any of those things? We'd love to hear about your story. Uh, this is Black Sheep Radio. Okay. Yeah. So hold on. Do you want to top me off real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Sweet. All right. Is this a... This this has become a tradition here on Black Sheep Radio is yeah. uh, is uh, one bottle of red wine. Well, you know if it, if it works for Jesus, it did. It did. It did. I can't go to the store and buy a ninety nine cent bottle of wine or water and turn it into wine. But no, you know that would be really convenient. And nowadays, it would. Yeah, nowadays you can't even get a ninety nine nine cent bottle of water. Right? Fuck. <sighs> Yeah, so I'm not I'm not from Hamilton, so we're we're going to we're we're, we're going into um, item, item number, number three. three of the weekly three, and we yeah. we really do want to talk about about Hamilton, uh, not just because you know a, a lot of the people that listen to our show are, are from Hamilton, but also we just really genuinely love this city, and and it's a <laughs> it's a part of us at this point. Um, you want it's one of those things you won't know it until you do it, sort of thing. Yeah, like what like when you experience until you experience it. Yeah, man, like skydiving is, is <laughs> you don't, and I, no, I mean that. Yeah, no, I it's know. It's one, yeah. one of those things that, you know, a lot of people look at with dread, the city of Hamilton. <clears throat> and then you live here, and and I mean this with all yeah. my heart and soul. I've been here a long time. I love the city. Yo, I'm, I'm, I absolutely love it. I, I, I praise it at every opportunity, and it's genuine. It's, it's not just like a, you know... This is not us pandering to people who listen in Hamilton. Can I, we just put it I, that yeah, way? Exactly. Yeah. And put that away. And what do you got? Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm I moved to Hamilton probably about five or six years ago. So so I, I I worked in radio a little bit. So I had a little bit of exposure to the city, but it was still kind of a blank slate. I, I took a job here, um, and I and and at at that point I, I was still waiting for my place to get settled. Okay. And uh, so so I was commuting from Acton, which is like Halton Hills area, like kind of near Milton or whatever. So my drive essentially was, was QEW to the Burlington Skyway to the Red Hill Parkway. Like that, that was my drive. Right. And I, and I remember, um, getting on, on the QEW kind of going on to the Burlington Skyway, Skyway and, and looking across the water and thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? Hey, you know, it's funny because I was going to say you've moved from, Acton, Halton, sort of rural, sort of nice. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing Hamilton from where a lot of people who don't come into the city see it from, from the Burlington Skyway. And you're thinking, what have I just signed on? Yeah, there it was there was a lot of stuff. So so first of all, like um I used to make a gag of it. Like I, I would <laughs> I would I would put um like the 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 Darth Vader song on Spotify as I was, dun, as dun, I was driving dun, up the thing. Dun, 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 and then, and, but then, so what's funny is like the, 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 the skyway and that, and that, that picture perfect view of the, end, the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn I saw oh my like, God. I could have sworn yeah, I saw, yeah. I could have sworn I saw like one of the four horsemen of, the apocalypse, of the apocalypse yeah. like just in the wisps of smoke rising from, <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right. but not only, but what was funny is that that's not even the worst part of my commute. Like you would think that that, that scene would be the worst part of my commute, but then you get onto the fucking red hill and it was, it was, oh, it was a gong show. 
I swear, every single time I would drive on that thing, I would count at least, at least one every single drive, one accident every single drive, Michael and Barry. sometimes two or three. Michael Berry, uh, actually, you mentioned this. I'm just looking at it now. Michael Berry, I think of the Black Sheep, yeah, it's on the Black Sheep Facebook page, talked about the Red Hill, and it's not just about resurfacing, and it's not about the speed limit. Just put up a goddamn center barrier, and people hmm. will stop creaming each other. Or stop driving. You know something? That road, it's a, it's a funny thing. Think about in your mind's eye, okay? If you're listening, Chris, think about this. Think about seven kilometers. Hmm. How far is that? I mean, th- think about seven kilometers. Seven K. Okay? Yeah. So I live in Westdale. That's where we're, we're podcasting from. From here in, in, in Westdale, King Street West near Westdale High School uh, to Jackson Square is a little over three kilometers. Okay, so double that distance at a kilometer. That's all the Red Hill is. Uh And yet I can't think of another seven kilometer stretch. Maybe I can. There's a few. (laughs) Yeah. But it's seven kilometers of road that make people absolutely miserable. I don't know anybody who enjoys driving on the Red Hill. I I was I was on the Red Hill this past weekend Mm. and I, I just I didn't. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's the road's reputation or the potholes. I think or, it's haunted. The but, Red Hill Expressway was first proposed in 1956, huh. and it didn't open until the 2000s. It took that long just to wow. get the goddamn thing up and running. Did they like build it on top of like a like a uh, an Indian graveyard or something? It's where they put it. It's where they put it, and it upset a lot of environmentalists. And it was on the shelf and off the shelf and everything. The Red Hill is not really, and, and, and like the Burlington Skyway, is not really representative of the best parts of the city. Yeah, what's the sh- what a shame, what the, the shame of it is, mm-hmm. is that that's, those are the parts of Hamilton that, that people passing through yeah. see. Although I'll say this, take a walk on the Red Hill Trail that mm-hmm. runs along the, expre- along the expressway. It's freaking beautiful. Cool. It's gorgeous, but nobody slows down for that because we're too busy doing... 35 fucking kilometers an hour <laughs> in a traffic jam to, yeah. be, to even want to get off and take a walk. Right. Yeah. Although yeah. it might be quicker on some days. Yeah. No, like it's sometimes I, I find, I don't know what it is. Like I, I it's been a while since I've had to dry, ride that road on a regular right. basis. I don't know, but I, I just, there's, there's something about it that maybe it's the speed, maybe it's the lack of barriers. Maybe it's the condition of the, of the road itself. There are no it, nice it, views though. No, I'll say that. No. Well, let me ask you this. Just, off the top of your head, mm-hmm. the nicest place you could possibly see the city from or experience the city. Wow. See, there's so many. What I love about Hamilton, and again, this isn't pandering. This is genuine. What I love about Hamilton is it's got it's so diverse in its landscapes. So you, <laughs> I'll say. right. So so you can see like like I I live on um, on uh, Aberdeen. Right. Okay. In, a, in, a, in like a low rise ish, it's like six stories or sure. seven stories, whatever. I, my view is towards the link. So I guess that would be west or something. Fuck. I don't know. But like I have like the. No, view, you're looking like, south. There's another Hamilton problem. Nobody knows which, yeah, which way they're facing. So like I'm looking anyways, I'm looking south, but it's it's at the 
it's it's at the escarpment okay and it's all nature it's one of the most beautiful yeah, things man. i've yeah. ever seen in my entire yeah. life and it's just it's it's like an it's it's a natural wonder and, and it's beautiful it's but funny like, you should say that because as i'm coming down the 403 i always make note of this as i'm coming down the 403 from say the link and you make that one turn on the 403 and suddenly the skyline of the city is in front of you and you go this is a damn impressive looking metropolitan sexy looking town and the thing about Hamilton, too, is, it, you know, from a distance in a lot of spots, we don't look so good. Mm. But once you get in, once you dig in and you do some of the trails and the waterfalls and all that kind of stuff, this is a very pretty city. Kind of like what you were pointing at just now. Or, you know, get off the Red Hill, park your car, at, uh, get, get off at Green Hill, park your car right there. There's a parking lot for the trail. Go for a walk along the trail. Yeah. And you'll be astounded. There's yeah. some really nice looking stuff. Yeah. I, and and I, I mean, we were saying this off air a little bit, but... I'd actually went down to, um, what do we say? Com- Confederation down Park? Down to Confederation Park. Where they should have put the stadium. I, oh, could you imagine? They should have put the stadium there. Oh man, would that be crazy? Yeah. But yeah, um, that, I, I went there for the first time, shame on me, uh, last weekend. Okay. Um, and we went to, is it Barangas? Is yeah. that the restaurant down there? On the beach, and yeah. Hutches or whatever. Yeah, man, I've got some bad memories there. If Argo Mike is listening right now, he knows <laughs> all about them. That's where I had to jump in the lake after the Ticats lost the Grey Cup to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Oh. In early December, very cold. Oh, I know the area well. It's beautiful. My balls still haven't dropped. <laughs> Every once in a while, I plug my nose and blow with the hopes that they'll <laughs> pop back out, but it never fucking happens. <laughs> but no, you know what? You raise an interesting point, Chris. Uh, on Black Sheep Radio, by the way, the podcast, uh, there are a lot of spots, even people who have lived here, like yourself for five years, myself for 10. Mm. I haven't been to Albion Falls yet. Yeah, There's still lot. lots of stuff. Never mind the people who have never been here or pass by on the Skyway and go, what a shithole. I wouldn't want to move there. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of spots that even the people who live here haven't been to. So our question is, let's let's make another question here and we'll get this all up on our Facebook page. Absolutely. Um, if, if you're having somebody in town who's only done the Skyway, only done the Red Hill in frustration that the road is, let's face it. It's a shit show, okay? Where are you taking them to say this is a pretty nice place? That's a re- we'll that's a good question. Leave that is an open ended question. And I'm I'm also looking for um places to visit this summer. Uh-huh. Uh I, I'm I'm definitely one of those people that that likes to be a tourist in their own city. So if you guys sure. offer up kind of your favorite your favorite spots. I, I'm I'm all over it. I love it. Looking to uh, take uh, your new cohabitator oh. to places with long walks at Confederation Park, <laughs> long walks along the Escarpment, Albion Falls, checking out the shops of Lock Street. <laughs> Something that we do with people that we have truly settled down with. This is Black Sheep Radio. I'm Ben McVie. There's Chris Brown. Hey. My wife, Amanda, has uh, joined the podcast. Hi, hon. Hello. Um, he's got news. I've got news. And I've got questions. Mm. So, so many questions. So I broke the news to Ben that actually me and my girlfriend just moved in together. I wondered. Yeah. I was trying to check out your timeline and put that together a while ago. I was like, <laughs> what, to try to figure out like when? Yeah, like no, how, she was trying um, to find out if you were still available because <laughs> she likes you better than me. <laughs> so actually, um, we haven't even been dating a year yet. This so is, so we've, been, we, we've been dating. That's the best time to do it. 
You think, think so? Yeah, just go get. That's get, what I'm, that's what my thing. That's what my thing is. I don't have it. You know what? We're not young. How long anymore. were we together before I asked you to marry me? Oh, oh God! She doesn't even remember. It was. It was. Sure. <laughs> I was like, what? A couple weeks? Five weeks. Whoa! Yeah. Did she say yes? Yeah. Wow. I know. Stupid, eh? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I mean just on her part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. So I. That, that's funny because I mean I don't know if it's if it's the a, like the age that we're at now or just like the experience that both of us are bringing into mm-hmm. this relationship that we're just a lot more confident, like knowing because we both both of us have been in bullshit situations yeah, yeah, exactly. and we're just like wait this is a little different than what the bullshit that we've experienced but yeah so we um, it's been uh, like like a week and a half of us living together and like I've never so outside of living with my family um, I've never like lived with a roommate or not like even a, a roommate no, like a nothing no, nothing wow <laughs> nothing I know wow. I know and she's always lived with like like a fan like either be it a significant other or like a family member or something you know what I mean like she hasn't she's always been around people so it's like a really interesting dynamic that we're trying to navigate Why right now you never lived with it is it just been circumstance or I just never really like I never really yeah. had to for one, like, I mean, I moved out of my, my, my parents' place at, at like 25, which is, I guess, late by some standards. Not these days. Some, I know. Mm-hmm. No. I know. I was one of the first people, one of my friends that moved out actually, which mm. is funny at that age. But, but anyway, you must yeah. always have been content just being alone, like living yeah, alone even, and having your space. And yeah, well, it. I mean, I moved. See, the, the the way the situation worked out is like I got a job uh, in Owen Sound and I moved out to Owen Sound. Like I'm not moving in with anybody in a new city, so I, I just did that. And then I um, I was there for a couple of years. I moved back in with my parents. We we actually talked about that just just a, a couple of minutes ago. And I was living in Acton for a bit, and then I moved to Hamilton. And like, I mean, I could afford to live on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of I, I've been. Uh, it's a little different now, but like most of my life, I've been kind of a, a, a lone wolf. You know, I think I think I can speak for both Amanda and myself that I think this is a great idea because mm-hmm. <laughs> she seems like a very nice. I, I've yeah. not met her yet, actually, yeah. but yeah. she seems like a very nice nice woman. Yeah, and I. I I personally, I'm of the opinion, the longer you wait to move in with somebody who you've said, oh, there's there's Doug the dog. The longer you wait to move in with somebody uh, who, who you figure, okay, th- th- this could be, I don't believe in any of that, this is the one. Mm-hmm. But you have a pretty good, confident feeling, this is the one, right? Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's something going on here. Yeah. I think the longer you wait, the worse off you're going to be. Huh. Especially if that's your goal. Like, if your goal is to eventually marry, do you want kids? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Well, then, yeah, well, then, yeah, you got to move this along. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's funny because that's not even really what came into the decision. Nah, like, like kids. Like, yeah. like for, for us, the, a lot of the decision was just, like, almost, like, the practicality of living together. Yeah. Like, it was one of those things, not just that. Like, it, it got to the point where we felt weird not being around each other for extended periods. This period is going to be my that's, question, and not to sound, yeah, like, yeah. this may sound, I may sound like a hopeless romantic here, but does the time, the time apart, is 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 just not <laughs> worth it, right? The time together is that much better that why in the hell are we apart? Yeah. Why am I going back to my place? Yeah. 
shit, I'm just going to crash here. Yeah, like we yeah. would like. This is like, about economy. Let's face it. This is about financial and time economy. Is it not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so how did so how did it go down? It was not anything romantic at all. Uh, um, like, we were driving back from my parents' place um, in in Halton Hills or whatever, and we were just we were just talking about um, whatever, and she was just kind of like talking about how she was. It, it was tough for her, like balancing, you know, like she wasn't able to keep a schedule and like, because she's like hot, she spent, we were at, the, at that point we we've been spending like four days a week together and mm-hmm. she's like living out of a suitcase. And then like, I just, it kind of clicked for me and I was just like, you know what, like, why don't you just move in? And then we just like talked about it. And the more we talked about it, the more we realized how good of a decision it would be. But yeah, but that couldn't have been the first time you thought about it. No, no. I, I guess it had always been yeah. thinking about it. You just never know when you're actually ready. And like what I'm concerned about and both of us are kind of concerned about, not concerned, but conscious of is like, I've never, I've never lived with anybody. And like, I don't, we don't want to like move too fast to the point where it like ruins it, you know? And, and mm-hmm. there's always, there's, I think there's always that risk of, yeah, you know, that's the, that's the fun of it, man. And that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. When you're ready, I think that's a whole bunch of bullshit myself. Just you do can, it when you're not ready. Micro, just take you can that leap. Micromanage when you're going to be ready. Yeah. And you, you overthink like, things. And, yeah. And, and you then, talk yourself out of something that yeah. could be really cool, right? And you overthink it. Yeah. Over, yeah. Why overthink it? Just go. Just so do, do it. So 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 do you do you guys have any any advice for us? Oh. Keep banging. <laughs> keep, keep banging. Fair enough. I I think I can follow that advice. I think I think that's one one piece of advice that I can actually take to heart. No, uh, you know what? I, I my my advice would be uh, make up your list of do's and don'ts in terms of okay, if we're gonna live together, this really. Just acknowledge it. Acknowledge just it. Like, just so you know, Put it I'm out really there. weird about this. Right. Yeah. And but take that list of things that bug you, could potentially bug you about living with somebody. Shave that list. If it's 20 <laughs> items, shave that fucker down to like three or four. Yeah. Right? The ones that are like absolute no-nos and the rest you just got to let go. Because I, I guarantee you, she or he or whoever you're moving in with, whichever way you sway, doesn't matter, hmm. is going to have, you're gonna. there's going to be things about you that bug them. Oh, I bet. That bug about them. you that you didn't even know yeah. bugged you. That, that, yeah. Right? But you got to talk about it. Yeah. You just got to like, oh, my, just even to be, you know what? That just bugged me. And I, I just... Right. I maybe. just want to just I'm just acknowledging that it's weird to me. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just putting that in, just in talk ba- about yes, it. Yes, talk about it. Right. Talk yeah. through it. Talk Get that through out. it. And maybe yeah. maybe you find out something about yourself where I'm you wind sure. up going, mm. Why does that bug me so much? Because yeah. it really shouldn't. Does it matter? Yeah. And that's what I mean. And like, just talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All... So do you get like does it come to a point where you know, you're living together for a long time and then you just like strike that balance or is that like a continuing something that constantly needs maintenance? Do you think like an always like, like communication, you know, probably right. You got to get the living together down before like marriage and kids. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree. And it, for I think it takes different amount of time for different people, different couples, you know, just you got really got to. We're both Make the sure jump in style. type. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. We, we 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 can talk to each other, so it can be like you know, it, it's boundaries and yeah, 
which I break all the time. You know, well, he just doesn't remember anything. Like, I, I just don't remember any onions. <laughs> <laughs> the way I like them cut. Oh, man. Yeah. Or that I take sugar. Uh, what was it? Was it um, Chris, it really doesn't matter how you cut your fucking onions. <laughs> it really doesn't, okay? But I can tell you right now, my it, wife. It does. To some people. My wife does. of 18 years can't cut a fucking onion to save her. Uh, well, <laughs> it kind of gets on my nerves. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but just little things. And, you, you know, you laugh at it. And every time I yeah, look at the onions. You, that's, that's what's funny is that, like, you don't really. Like, it's it's ridiculous shit is what I've depends, noticed. It's though, been a week and a half. The last boyfriend that Ben and I broke up for four years. We were both with other people. Yeah. That was, like, that was hitting the wall for me. I can't fuck that. Cut the onion. Uh-huh. What is but the how, Okay, not, so it depends on what we're eating. So wait, well, so there's so there's different onion techniques based on well, that's our next podcast. <laughs> how to cut well, a we, goddamn can, onion? Well, yeah, depending on what it was. But for in that relationship, there was little things that for Ben with Ben, it didn't bug me. But when somebody else did it, right. Hmm. It was yeah. it was a deal breaker. Interesting. Okay, so you totally got cut off there. Breaker. You were about That's to okay. say after a week and a half, what have you noticed? Oh, I I just it's it's so like like I said like I've been I've been living alone for quite a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's just one of those things where like I'm used to just things you, you being get set exactly in your, your way yeah 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 and yep. it's silly right like it's not it's not like it's not really realistic like if you're ever gonna live with somebody and 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 it's only gonna get um more and more difficult to keep things like like for example like i like to have stuff like tidy and like if i don't like if I, if I, right. <laughs> yep. But I'll, I'll tell you in my experience, anyway, I'm not going to speak for Amanda, but I find that the more you can let go, the happier you get. That's it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, just, I think that the key to any relationship too is going to compromise and. Whew, I'm so glad she said that. Little, <laughs> I'm so glad she said that. It's, little things. it's like, it's so cliche, but you just don't sweat the small stuff. You can't. And just talk about it. Just yeah. talk about everything. It's going to be, it's, this is a totally different experience, new experience for you. Mm-hmm. So that is, yeah. that is, that is what you got to yeah. talk about yeah. and there'll be pluses and minuses yeah. about it, but that's yeah, awesome. It's exciting. Though. It is. It, it is, is exciting. It is. I, I, I feel like w- both of us, we talked quite a bit cause we're, we're really good at communicating. It's part of the reason why. That's why you're have, in there. That's why you moved in together. Yeah. Like I have no real hesitancy of moving in together. It's just like, I got to make sure that I don't fucking like, I don't know. Like you just suck it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, both yeah. of us are both both of us are yeah. looking at it like that. We're like, you know, like let's not let this like don't get complacent. Yeah, yeah, it's not even it's not even complacent, but it's just like I get annoyed by bullshit for no reason, and it's just like I just don't like want that, and I'm trying to like fight against that That'll urge. Help fix it then. This yeah, exactly. Help fix it. Yeah. yeah, it's just like fuck. It's new, I right? Remember it's your ch- friends. Yeah, yeah. You know that's true, and that that's that's what. That's that's what all. Did well, this did this help at all? D- yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I can't wait for m- like more updates. Like I'll I'll give you oh, like yeah. some. We'll we'll, sh- we'll I'll share the journey. The smack, you know. The smack. We'll, we'll, we'll share yeah, the smack. and I just want to say right that like, now going, okay, I'm not listening to this podcast anymore. <laughs> and I just I just want to say that like because I know I know Bree's gonna be listening to this for sure. Uh, that I I like I, love you, <laughs> I like things tidy for sure, but it's not saying I'm not saying that because she's messy. Mm-hmm. It's just. Having another person. You're doing damage control. Now. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but she's tidy too. 
<laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> you guys are going to be listening to me because I mean, this is the live. You guys are going to be listening to this at home and she's going to look over in the corner of the bedroom and see that bra on the floor and go, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. No, it's, it's just having another person. Yeah. You know, like there's just more to You're clean. Con- well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. this, this is like, you know You'll what I mean? Figure out your roles yeah. and your, what and what matters and what really doesn't. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. All. and who's better at what? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. And you There's know, and so you pick much. up the ball. You pick up the ball for the other person. Like you know, or you just gotta, you know what? I'm better at this, so let me do this. Yeah, and you're good at that. Yeah. Do you mind taking care of that? And then you, you know, your team and thanks. Thank, yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks, thanks yeah. for joining. Yeah, in. thank you so much. Thanks. I'm going back to bed. Now. Cool. Okay. Good night. See ya. Right. Okay. Yeah. So tune in for our next podcast where Chris will be <laughs> pretending to be going home and then show back up at the door and go, dude, can I sleep on your couch? <laughs> and Doug the dog will be barking. Exactly. Dude, anything else to add? Um, no, not really. We'll toss I out mean, the Facebook and the Twitter and all that jazz. Yeah, Facebook, um, at BSR Podcast, yes. uh, Instagram and Twitter, or Radio underscore Sheep. Um, we, we shared a, um, a post today about, uh, some lady that went missing in Hamilton. Um, she yes. was found. Yes. So, you know, no stress. Thank you so much yeah, for recapping that. recapping on that 911 stuff. That stuff matters. Whether it's close to you in, in an emotional way or a geographical way, that shit matters. Yeah, seriously, and, and, and also if, if like you're one of our listeners, or even if you're not one of our listeners, is there somebody you're looking for? Just like DM us that picture or whatever, yeah, and we'll we'll share it. Like of obviously, you know, like I don't even worry about it. So yeah, yeah, just send that stuff out to us every time. Like don't even hesitate. It's Black Sheep Radio. I'm Ben McVee, Chris Brown. We'll see you next week. See you guys. This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.